Yira de Marang. Hello, my name is Jazz Money. I'm a Wiradjuri a poet and artist, currently based sort of between Gadigal and Jajawarang land. So this piece, Mardi Gras Rainbow Dreaming, was written in 2021 as the Mardi Gras parade adapted or attempted to evolve in response to the COVID-19 restrictions. And I wrote this because I think sometimes you need to have space to criticise the ones you love, and I was not thrilled by the way things were going. Mardi Gras Rainbow Dreaming. The BWS is now a BW yes, as in yes, queen, as in yes, gay pride, as in yes, we stole this lingo from black queer communities on the other side of the world, as in beer wine spirits is now a place to drink down some black queer liberation on land stolen that locks up black queer bodies if maybe they've had a bit too much beer wine spirits, but won't lock up others who snarl as you walk down the street hand in hand with your miso on your Way to have a drink. Gay TMs. It's like an ATM, but it's gayer. Uh, holds your hand after, but doesn't leave a number. Or maybe moves in on Tuesday. Or maybe pays for medication, yours or Nan's or someone else's. Or helps get some kids some mental health care plan to figure out why their body don't seem right, but won't grant rights and won't write a check, and won't write to government about bodies that don't fit between two tick boxes, but will give you the option for a receipt. Thank you. See you next time. Don't forget your card. Don't forget your cash. Don't forget your yes, queen. And the Google map shows the route in rainbow to the stadium where exec gays and clever rich straights could have front row seats behind the gate to those genuine gays and all those genuine straights who thought it would be so cute to be on the corporate float this year and march alongside the police who would absolutely never systematically target the queer community and who are absolutely not built on a legacy of doing just that and who absolutely don't uphold a colony that enforces an ideology that makes no space for non-normative bodies just ask the next lot. Oh yay, it's the Liberal Party. What a special day, what a lovely float. Thanks for spending all that money so everyone could have a vote. Instagram is for Mardi Gras and Google is for Mardi Gras and Absolute is for Mardi Gras and Vodafone is for Mardi Gras and Sydney is for Mardi Gras and Mardi Gras is for Sydney a tourism campaign and Mardi Gras is for profits under a rainbow banner that holds no one up but gives enough rope to make sure that there is one version of a rainbow and it fits the gaze of execs who had to work so hard to be so correct and even went to their cousin's wedding. Two grooms, yes. And look, this is what the community want. And look, this is a community with cash. And look, money is for Mardi Gras and Mardi Gras was a protest, but protest isn't sexy when it's hard or anti-excess. So you can wrap your bigotry in glitter and call it progress for a weekend. And none of these corporations speak up when they come for our rights, but hashtag love is love when everything is over, one and done. The blacks get down on a knee and it doesn't make the broadcast. And the cops get run out, run onto, and it doesn't make the broadcast. And the community float gets their 30 seconds and the corporate float gets their 70 seconds. And the protest before the march is the family event that gets run out, run onto by those cops who try to block queer loving protest. 
And on the walk home down Oxford Street dreaming, we get heckled and listen to others screaming. And men with iPhones ask us to kiss for their private archive. And strangers with long-range lenses take photos for who knows what archive, not asking, yes, queen, Mardi Gras dreaming, Sydney wears its corruptness, never fearing. And no need to shame your rum colony feeding, rum colony breeding, more cops who can run out, run onto those who can't afford to pay. Thank you, thank you, Sydney, for our special diluted day. My name's Rudy Bremer, and this is Away, Indigenous Arts and Culture on ABCRN. You just heard Jazz Money reciting their poem Mardi Gras Rainbow Dreaming, which is featured in Nangamai Dream, Mana Gather, Durali Grow, First Nations Australia LGBTQI plus poetry. The collection, which is edited by Alison Whitaker and Stephen Lindsay Ross, was launched last month. You might have heard Alison and Stephen talking about it on our sister program, Speaking Out. But this collection isn't the only contribution Jazz has made, as Sydney hosted World Pride. As part of the celebrations, they were invited to write a festival anthem for Out Loud and Proud Choral Festival. I spoke to Jazz to find out how they worked with composer Joseph Twist to craft a song about queer communities and networks of care. received the delightful invitation to write an anthem for the beautiful queer chorallers who have gathered on Gadigal country this week. I believe that choirs from all around the world, queer choirs have gathered here and queer choirs from all across the continent are here sort of celebrating in song all week and some four or five hundred people will be singing the the anthem that I wrote. the The music was composed by the wonderful Joe Twist, um, who I think is based between here and LA, and so we worked kind of in tandem together to create this song. Though, though, really, I just sent what I thought good lyrics were to Joe, and then a few months later, I got a digital version back, and it sounded so cool. <laughs> And I'm so excited to hear it in person because it was, like, epic. Are you a singer? I am an enthusiastic person who could never claim to be a singer. <laughs> that's that's how I describe myself as well. Enthusiastic amateur. I, I give it a red hot go. My um, wife's yeah. been trying to teach me, actually. So we just we just did a bunch of road trips together and she's an incredible singer and knows things like harmonies and chord progression. So she's been trying to teach me a little bit, which um, she's kind. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little bit more knowledge now than I used to, but I, yeah, I'm still rough. <laughs> so going into a project like this where you're writing lyrics um, and working with somebody who... 
who does understand not just not just how to sing, but like the mechanics of making a song. How did that how did that work for you? Yeah, it was really an interesting request, right? Because um they said like we want it to feel like an anthem. We want it to feel kind of epic. And I was like, have you read my poetry? <laughs> <laughs> I write like some bummers. But also it was a beautiful invitation and a beautiful invitation to sort of lean into the lyricism of uh, poetics and to have fun. Um, so I, I really started with this idea of a hook. I, I thought about some friends who are great musos and I thought about things that I've like observed from them in the past. And I was like, okay, I'll start with my hook. And I reckon Joe and I will both understand that that's like, that's the line. Um, and so I was trying to figure out what, what should an anthem for pride be? And I feel like as a card carrying queer, I feel like there is this idea from beyond the community that the thing that defines us is same-sex relationships or romantic relationships. And I, that is obviously a part of being queer, but it is not the determining thing of my life, right, or of the lives of the people that I love. To me, queerness is so much about community. And so I wanted to write a song that, well, <laughs> I wanted to write the lyrics of a piece that was not about romantic love, but was about community and friendship. And so the the sort of hook that I landed on, this one line that everything else is built around is, this is how we love. And then all the sort of other lines are around like ways that we can show love for one another. Thankfully, Joe understood that that was the line and it's arranged in this very, very exciting, dramatic way. And even though I haven't heard it pro properly yet, from the digital render that I've heard, it's so clear where things sit that um, like I've caught myself like humming it around the house, <laughs> <laughs> which is so naff because I wrote it. <laughs> I, I think given that we're in the same boat as far as music goes... I always want to know if if musicians sing their own songs and like genuinely like are you listening to your own music when you are alone cuz I would I think that I would <laughs> Well I mean surely to get to the point of writing something and and I say this as someone who like writes poetry when when you get that sort of thing stuck in your head that's a sign that it's good, right? And so that's often how I know that I'm going to start a new piece is because something's like crawled in through your ear and then you go like, oh, there's something in that line and it keeps like spinning round and round and then get to the point of putting it down. And for me, it just sort of, if it's working, it'll just rush out. And I imagine musos, some, must be walking around with these little lines stuck in their head and then... Finally, we, and then, then they give it to us if we walk around <laughs> with it in our heads. <laughs> well, I was wondering if taking part in this has, has changed how you write poetry. Well, it was actually a bit of a dream come true because I'd been wanting to work with a choir for ages and I'd even put in a pitch for a well-known arts festival and they said it. They turn it down, which is fair. And almost the same week I got the call from the festival from Out Loud and Proud asking if I wanted to work with a huge choir. Um, so I was really, really thrilled. It was something I really wanted to do because I'm so interested in oral traditions and also the communion, communion of breath 
And I think like as a poet, often I jump up on a stage and I perform alone and it is like there is a community element because you're in dialogue with an audience, but it's also a wee bit lonely. <laughs> you get up and every eye is on you and sometimes I have to remind people that like I, I'm actually, some of these are funny, like you're allowed to laugh because people are so beautifully committed in poetry readings that they just like stay so focused and maybe you'll get a click and and actually to have something that feels very celebratory and exciting and part of a big gust of energy is something that you know I I love being a part of I love singing in groups again like I'm no singer (laughs) but I, I love choirs I think they're incredible I think they're this sort of bedrock of communities in a lot of way and so yeah the invitation was incredible but to actually answer your question if it changed my writing at all it it was really lovely just to write something that was fun and hopeful and I do do that anyway but it was lovely to consider the way that this would be sung by people collectively and then going forward like it's going to stay in the repertoire of different choirs and so it couldn't be something that was too fixed in like 2023 which is not like a sexy number to sing anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine that this has also got you thinking about the rhythm of of a work like not just what's going to work sort of in terms of the if a joke lands on the page is it going to land in audio but also the actual like cadence and rhythm and one that has to stay consistent. Mm. Yeah, that's been really a, a really interesting thing to sort of observe, the way that once something is set to music, it sort of feels locked in, in a different way to what I'm used to, because then it sort of goes out and travels with people and it is locked in that way. And, and even though it might may adapt and change, it sort of takes on this very different life um, when it's set to music, because you don't even need to say the words. If you know the tune, you can kind of carry it with you. And that's what a beautiful, what, what a beautiful thing music is. What, what an original thought I've just had for music. There's really something to it. Music is good, actually. Hot take from Jazz Money. Big fan. <laughs> I was going to say, this is maybe tangentially related, um, but I've had experiences in the past where I have performed with a musician. I've performed with um, beautiful Radjuri guitarist, singer-songwriter Zeppelin Hamilton, and we've um, done these beautiful collaborations where Zeppi will stand with me on the stage and we sort of just get to vibe together and he'll do this like responsive, um, beautiful guitar arrangements while I'm reading the pieces that I've chosen to read. And we've done this a few times like at the Opera House and Carriage Works and it's um, so lovely for someone like me who poetry is often very solo in the writing and then very communal in the way that it goes out. But often that interface is kind of strange to kind of hold on to. And performing with a musician gives it sort of this element of like celebration. And, and I think audiences know how to engage with that as well. But also I get to look over at a dear friend and be like, this is great. Look at how incredible you are. <laughs> um, and it's, it's nice to not be lonely up there. Wiradjuri poet and multidisciplinary artist Jazz Money. 
Their anthem, This Is How We Love, was performed at the Out Loud and Proud Choral Festival as part of Sydney World Pride. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.